everybody. Welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington. Hey to all you guys over here on Instagram. It's blowing up over here. <laughs> Hi, you guys. Oh, good to see you guys on a Monday night. Um, so let's start off the night right. Um, and you guys should be used to this by now. I'm trying a new a new streaming platform. <laughs> That's why there was a little glitch with the intro video. But hey, you know what? At least it played. Unlike some other streaming platforms that don't even play the video and it just goes blah, 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 and then it cuts out. Um, I do want to try these out. I, you know, I really liked the QR codes on um, the last streaming platform. So, hey, look, I made my own. So if you want to um, donate to the show, I'm, let me pop this up there real quick. Sorry, you guys on Instagram won't be able to see it, but um, that's a scan code to donate coffee money if you want to. So just scan me, like it says, to donate some coffee money. And I know it's not convenient right there in the middle, but I have not had time to figure out um, <laughs> where I can put this stuff yet. So give me time. Give me time. We'll figure it out. Um, hey to all you guys that are joining on Facebook and YouTube. Let me see if this the comments section is going to work. I'm so not confident in this. Let me just pop over to Facebook and refresh the page. And of course, there are people joining. Hey to Charles Biggs. Good to see you tonight. And my beautiful neighbor, Miss Amber Benteen. And I'm an Ina Thomas. Good to see you guys here this evening. Glad you're joining in. And um, we've got an interesting topic here tonight. But you know what? So far, I'm not seeing anything on the chat or comments it may take a while for those to show up i don't know so i will come back to that we're not going to dwell on that because i just don't have confidence in any of the chat boxes at all it seems like in none of the streaming platforms have supported the chat um so i just don't get my hopes up for that do i no 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 indeed yep still not nothing showing up hey to alana um and um, alana are you on facebook or youtube because i'm thinking it might only be youtube that's gonna show on this chat box because it doesn't say which platform you are on so i'm just wondering but we'll go back to the go back to the other screen. Um, I've got some exciting news for you guys next week, and I'll announce this again before the end of the show. But next Monday night, we're going to have a special guest on the show, Miss Martha McGuire, and she is an, the author of uh, a new book called Rooted in Empathy, and she has written a book about it about being an empath. Um, we're going to go over a lot of, you know, how she grew up, how she discovered that she was an empath and, you know, kind of her path to doing what she's doing right now. And it's really exciting, some of the stuff that she's doing right now. So I look forward to interviewing her. 
So Elani is on YouTube. Oh, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We're going to talk about why do spirits hate renovations? And this is kind of a different twist on it. Hey to Dave Johnson over here on Instagram. Crystal, Age to Perfection, and uh, Feschenko, Sion Selt, Allison Shoot, and KYGS Ryder. Good to see you guys this evening. Um, so there's a pretty large history of paranormal phenomena when new homeowners purchase a property and they start renovations. Many many stories on the internet of these type of problems where a homeowner purchases a property they go in to renovate and restore the property only to have a huge amount of paranormal activity and they either abandon the property or resell it and move on to somewhere else and so you know there's a big documentation about this so there's there's no lack of information in this area so we know that you know spirits do not like it when people come in and alter the property but i've always kind of delved into and wondered why this is and so um, i've come up with this theory and i'm going to hand it to you tonight to see how you feel about it so the first thing that we need to go to let me make sure that there's no questions over here on Facebook. Hey to Joe and uh, good to see you tonight. So if you guys on Facebook have any questions, just let me know. I'll be popping over to Facebook to check out your comments since uh, YouTube is the only platform that's populating the comment section on this live stream. Um, our bodies are made of light, and this is a scientific fact now. Uh, and there's plenty of research that you can look up that tells you about this. Each strand of DNA in our bodies holds exactly 1,000 light photons. And we've counted them, so we know how many there are. And um, this light is made up of infrared, ultraviolet, and bioluminescence. And so... What I'm thinking is that the light energy from our bodies and particularly sound energy from our bodies creates a subtle imprint in a house or a location that creates a web of energy. Hey to Shaylee over here on Insta or YouTube. Good to see you tonight. Um, so when we exist within a property or house, especially for a long period of time, our light and audio frequencies imprint into the structure around us. Now, I kind of went down a rabbit hole with what materials can infrared waves pass through. Infrared, which is what we're made out of, we're made of infrared light, can pass through glass, plexiglass, some wood, but not, not all. Brick, stone, asphalt, paper, all of these absorb infrared radiation, which is what we're made of, out of. In our body's light, our body's light is electromagnetic radiation. And I'll explain that a little bit more in just a minute. And what that does is it can pass through these substances to a certain degree. Now, not all wood can be penetrated 
completely by this electromagnetic radiation. And so it tends to get kind of stuck or imprinted into the wood, spe specifically wood. Um, what can infrared not pass through? Um, will not pass through many types of material that pass visible light, such as ordinary window glass and plastic. However, it will pass through some attenuation material that is opaque to visible light, such as germanium and silicon. Can infrared pass through wood? In general, um, it varies between 10 and 30%, and the penetration depth of the radiation is close to 0.3 millimeters. So most often we see a kick up of paranormal phenomena when <clears throat> it's the superficial structures that are, that are taken down and maybe the main structure remains. And so this fits that penetration depth of 0.3 millimeters because even just taking down wallpaper and maybe removing plaster is enough to stir up paranormal phenomena. So this means that the wood surface absorbs 7,090% of all incident IR radiation in the first 0.3 millimeters of wood. That's significant because the structure is actually absorbing the energy of the person that is living there. Okay. So it's, so every day it's almost like you are imprinting memories upon the structure of the home or the structure of the house. So let's, let's get into energy structure of manifestation. So morphogenic fields is how I kind of view this. Our bodies have a certain energetic pattern or key that fits a certain physical form or shape. For example, <clears throat> the cells in your body have a morphogenic field, meaning the heart cells can only generate or, or grow a heart. And I think the energy follows that in that the morphogenic field of the energy um, corresponds maybe with the heart or the brain or the lungs. So our bodies have an energetic pattern that only fits a human shape, if that makes sense. As we grow, the energy field extends along with our growth over the years into a web of morphogenic shape. Okay, so we grow into this human shape. This energy web is closely united with the nervous system in allowing us sensations and transfer of information. Now, I want you to think about people who have phantom limb pain. Okay. The limb is gone, but they're still feeling the pain in the extremity. Now, do doctors postulate that phantom limb pain is a dysfunction of the nervous system. But let's look at an alternate theory. Okay, what if a person is still through the nervous system sensing the energetic web that still exists where the limb once was? And I believe that this is sort of a correlation of spirit sensing the energy web that still exists within the structure of the house. I hope that makes sense. Big shout out to Yasmin. Good to see you tonight. Let me pop over to Facebook and make sure there's no questions. I always hate to refresh the page over here because I'm afraid I'm going to lose the feed, but 
no, we're good. All right. I just have to be sure since we're not populating Facebook over here. Okay. So back to this. Um, so our infrared energy imprints on the environment and it creates this, I think it creates a web of energy that is systematically storing memories inside the home or the structure where the person resides. Um, now, since our light is electromagnetic radiation, that does leave an imprint on these physical structures. The web structure, the energy of the previous inhabitants of the home are imprinted with this web-like structure of energy, and this encapsulates certain memories, some good, some bad, and spirits can actually access these memories uh, better if the web of energy and, and or imprints are intact within the home. So some spirits, rather than moving on, will exist within a structure and try to relive old memories that are stored within this energetic web in the home. And so what happens is when renovations start to occur, they are recognizing that those memories are dissipating and they don't have access to those anymore. And so if they are living within a memory and these memories are good, it's sort of like their small idea of heaven, but it sort of keeps them locked into the location so they're not moving on like they really should. Um, so they're sort of existing over and over within certain memories. But also the structure can release traumatic imprints let's say something bad happened at the location and those spirits are still lingering there when you go in and you rip stuff out you're releasing maybe the traumatic imprint of what happened and in releasing it they may have to experience it all over again so of course you know that's gonna make paranormal um, phenomena occur. Let me check Facebook and make sure nobody has any questions. Good. Okay. Hey to Melissa Bagley. Good to see you tonight. Let me refresh just to be sure. And hey to all you guys that are joining over here on Instagram. DIP Bros. Good to see you. Um, okay. I think we're okay. <laughs> Okay, so the disruption of this energy web that we were talking about uh, and the imprint release of the energy from the structure, once it's released, it will go ahead and dissipate naturally and the spirit will not have access to that memory uh, again. Now, if it's a traumatic imprint, that might be a good thing. Um, but like I said, whatever spirit's there is going to re-experience uh, whatever happened traumatic from the release of that energy in the property. Now, many spirits, like I said, use these memories as an existence of, of a heaven-like time capsule. So they're really not in, in the true idea of heaven or they're not completely crossed over. They, it's, it's like, it's a safety net. They can exist in this memory, but they don't have to meet their destiny. And so 
what you would have to do is have a medium come to the property and communicate with them and try to move them through to their true destiny, you know, letting them know, look, you don't have to stay here. We need the property. We have to have a house. You know, we have to have a roof over our head. This one is in desperate need of repair. And you really should go on and meet your destiny and go through with your destiny and see where it takes you, you know, because it could take you to the people that are contained within those memories that you're trying to relive in this little time capsule that is the energy imprint of the home. Now, here we get into the other part of it. Spirits just may disagree with either the lifestyle of the current owner. They may disagree with the personal styling of the current owner. They may want the property to remain as is when they were alive and they are so attached to physical things and the physical property that they refuse to leave. Now, again, the only option for this, for a cure for this, is to, again, get a medium to act as a mediator in between the living and the dead to try to come to an agreement. Maybe they would agree to some changes, but be insistent on some things staying, especially if they're locked into the property and they refuse to leave. When someone loves something so much in life, the, there's a heavy physical attachment that develops with that. And it's uh, very often difficult for a spirit to meet their own destiny, to progress on if they are locked into that property so strongly. And in that case, you definitely have to have a medium come and be a mediator in between the two so that somehow there can be an agreement uh, met because, but then you have to have somebody who's very good at communication with a medium because there's a lot of bargaining that goes on you know, um, because a spirit knows what they want and they may not realize that things in the now time can't be done or, you know, maybe those, those things, the equipments and stuff or the products are not available and they really don't want the energy of something that they're accessing maybe for past memory to be disturbed. Uh, and that can be another reason why you would have to bargain with them on that. <laughs> so mediation is not just between the living and the living. It can be, you know, very difficult to navigate between the living and the dead because it's not just like having, you know, a regular conversation. And so that is my theory on um, why spirits don't like renovations because they may be living in a memory. And when you go and you tear stuff out, they don't have access to that anymore. And that can be very sad for um, some spirits because, you know, they don't realize that once they meet their destiny and they completely cross over that they will have eternal access to those memories. They don't realize that they just know that, 
the imprint on the house allows them to feel the energy of the memory of when they once existed incarnate uh, form in that home. I hope this helps. And uh, back to next week, we are going to interview Martha McGuire. She is the um, author of Rooted in Empathy. And I want to, let's see if I can get this to do right. Let me um, show you the promo for next week. I'm going to run it throughout the week so everybody can see it. But I want you to just watch this really quick. Um, this is next week's show. There we go. I hope you guys tune in to see and hear Martha talk about her new book and all the really cool things that she's getting into right now. And I will see you next week um, for that show. And then I'll put up a show schedule to let you know what's going on towards the end of the month because this, this month is going to be Halloween. So we're going to have some special stuff on here. Um, I hope you guys have a fabulous week. This is from Kentucky, and I will see you later.